0: Ferguson. I'm your host, Matt LePan, and we're once again with our good friend Weldon Long doing our monthly check-ins with Weldon to go over some of the things you need to know and some of the different modules that you can get through EGIA and Contractor University. One of the founding faculty members, Weldon, welcome back. We're happy to have you on again. Thank you, my friend. Really good to see you and I always happy to be here chatting with you, Matt. We've gone over so many different things with our contractors out there listening and the feedback's been amazing. I think today, honestly, might be one of the the most important ones for people to tune into because it's something that people struggle with, and that is proper pricing fundamentals. So many contractors out there, whether they're one person or 100 people in the company, struggle with how to properly set their pricing when they're going into homes. Now, you have extensive experience doing this with multiple companies throughout the whole country. What is the biggest hurdle you've run into when you've been trying to set up your pricing, you know, kind of starting from scratch when you go to set everything up, what's some of the biggest hurdles you've run into?
1: I think one of the first things that I've noticed over the 20 years I've been doing this is you ask 10 different contractors about their gross profit and they're all calculated it 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. And so some guy will say, yeah, I'm doing 60% gross profit, but he's not counting burden rate or not counting sales commissions in that number, right? Which obviously are going to change that. So, I think that one of the biggest challenges that people have is understanding accurately their true cost of goods, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes people get confused and they'll have, you know, the variable cost of goods and overhead or, or vice versa. And so I think sorting out what is truly a variable expense, AKA cost of good versus what could be an overhead. What I will say as a preliminary kind of thought to this matter, we do not set our pricing based on what our competition are charging Good. right now. Yep, Will exactly. that impact our success in the home at the kitchen table? Of course, because homeowners, you know, are going to negotiate and talk to different people and blah, blah, blah. But we have to start with with a, a place that is about our business based on our overhead, what our expectations and goals are for profitability, that kind of stuff. So we got to kind of start with that and then understanding your true cost of goods. And I will tell you another really important thing I'm sure we'll get to today is kind of how we've transitioned away from this, you know, gross margin percentage, and segued into more, you know, gross profit dollars per day, right? What do you really need to pay bills every day? And I think figuring those things out, uh, some folks really struggle with. So I'm glad we're having this conversation.
0: Definitely, and I I want everyone to to maybe rewind this about 15 seconds. Do not go on your pricing based off of what your competition is doing. Weldon Long's HVAC would not be concerned with Matt LePan's home services when it comes to his pricing. Because if you do that, guess what? You're in a race to the
1: bottom and yep. no one wins in a race to the bottom. And here's what happens, Matt. I've got six comfort advisors and a couple of technicians and they'll come back in someday and they'll say, man, this other guy's price, the homeowner had it. We were $5,000 more. Like, you know, their prices are way better. I'm like, yeah. So you saw, you saw their prices, huh? Oh yeah. The homeowner showed me. Well, did he show you where the contractor is two years behind on his taxes? (laughs) He's six months behind on his mortgage. His kid got kicked out of private school because he can't afford to send him. Uh, His wife had to go get a second job to help support the family. That's the part that comfort advisors and technicians don't see. Mm -hmm. They see these ridiculous prices from knuckleheads who don't know what they're doing. And somehow they think that sets the standard for what we should do in our companies. Nonsense. Yeah, you're out
0: there and, you know, especially with the brands we're selling here and the folks we're talking to directly, we sell the premium product. You're going to be more expensive than the guy that's not selling a premium product, but that's okay. Because you need to be able to set up your pricing and then be able to defend your pricing. Right. And so when you're looking at it, well, then I know, you know, some of the, some of the brands you're selling and some of the stuff you're doing when you start to set up your pricing, What are the absolute 100% fundamentals for someone who's out there that listens to this and might say, I really need to go back and look. I I thought my pricing was good, but I have some things to learn. What are some of the
1: absolute building blocks? Well, first of all, what are your true cost of goods, right? And don't deceive yourself. Don't fool yourself. So obviously your equipment and materials and labor, Mm -hmm. install labor, that's what most people get out of the gate, right? You got to figure out what does my equipment cost me, right? Is there sales tax in there that I need to account for? Uh, what is my labor? What is my materials, right? Those are three of the, the obvious ones. But where people sometimes overlook things is permits, financing mm-hmm. expense. What I do in my company, for example, we've looked at it historically and on average. And by the way, that this is our fourth year in my company. And we just have been rocking and rolling lately. We're going to hit 13 million. This is our fourth year and Amazing. making a nice nice seven-figure profit, which is extremely exciting. But you've got to look at financing costs as an example. So I look back historically, and on average, we spend about 4% of gross gross revenue on financing for our homeowners. So rather than pass this guy, try to get, you know, if he wants his, a finance package, it costs me 10%, and this guy pays cash, and, you know, having different pricing, I just put 4% in the cost of goods in every system, mm-hmm. right? And so, whether a homeowner wants to pay cash, it's no big deal. If he wants to use a credit card, I don't have to say I got to add three percent. If he wants to use a more expensive financing option, that's okay because this guy over here paid cash. It all works out for me in the end. Right? But you have to account for your financing cost. And what I tell guys is that that increases gross profit because I'm going to mark that up. If I've got if I've got five hundred dollars in financing cost on a job. I'm going to mark that up somewhere between four dollars and $500 gross profit on it. Right. It's, it's kind of like the same idea with the expensive equipment. Everybody's freaking out of the price of the equipment. Do you understand if you're paying twice as much for a piece of equipment and you're marking it up, you're making more gross profit, right? So to me, it's like people look at this stuff all wrong. The more expensive the cost of goods. Now, if I'm the only one with the expensive cost of goods, I'm in trouble. But everybody's having to pay the inflated right. prices. Everybody. So I would say equipment, material, labor, obviously finance cost, sales commission. Hello. We don't, you know, people could pay commission though. I got a 60% gross profit. Yeah. But I had to pay 10% commission. Another one, probably the one that's most often overlooked and I got to give credit where credit is due. Mr. Gary Alex and Drew Cameron, both dear friends of mine. I've learned so much from these guys over the years. It's, it, it's crazy, but we used to put the burden rate for our labor and sales commissions and overhead. And that is a classic, classic mistake. When I talk about burden rate, I'm talking about employee benefits costs, right? Mm -hmm. FICA, food, a Suda, unemployment insurance, workman's comp, you know, vacation, all those things for every dollar that you spend on direct labor or sales commission, because that's a direct cost as well. You are going to spend somewhere between 25 and 30 cents additionally on benefits that has to be included in your cost of goods. Mm -hmm. You have to pay that. It is a cost of doing that job. So if I've got my finance costs, my permits, my labor, my commissions, the burden rate on labor and commissions, I'm probably well on my way to truly getting a good handle on what it costs me to install a system. But you've got to be honest with yourself. Don't try to BS yourself. You've got to get clarity on what your true cost of goods really are.
0: That's the biggest thing right there is don't fudge your numbers to make yourself feel better or- uh-huh. Fudge your numbers to make your pricing look better to the person sitting at the kitchen table because the only person losing in that is you, the business owner, right. because right. you then have to essentially foot that bill. You're taking it out yep. of your own pocket by not pricing things out correctly. And the burden rate, we've talked about this a little bit in the past in terms of getting your books set up and all that stuff. Make sure it's not an overhead is probably one of the more impactful things that when I've been talking with contractors who listen, they go, wow, yeah, that's in my overhead. I need to change that. And they come back and they say, wow, it's making a profound difference. I'm making more. Uh, and so right. Weldon's not out here just willy-nilly throwing these things around. These are these are methods he's tried, methods that have worked for his company. And so make sure you're, you're following along with this. And you know, every once in a while you have to sit down and well, I'm sure you do this, you can speak on this with a little more certainty than I can. But every once in a while you gotta sit down and it's not just once a year and say, Okay, let's reevaluate what we're pricing, what each package we're doing, what this costs, what that costs, because the cost of doing business goes up and down throughout the year. It's it's never yep. a flatline thing from January to December. It may be up in March. It may be slightly lower in May. It might be spot, you know, sky high in September.
1: You need to sit down and reevaluate throughout the year, correct? Such is the issue with supply chain issues, inflation, et cetera. Not only is that always important, Matt, but in the last three or four years, incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Every contractor out there knows you're getting hit with price increases and price adjustments three or four times a year. It used to be pretty much reliably the first of January, you're going to get a 3% increase or whatever. Now it can be four or five times during the year, uh, especially on certain things like copper and different things that are really subject to these various you know markets that uh, it's, it's always going up and down. Yeah, you have to stay on top of it and you have to make sure that you're not forgetting something. And I will tell you something for smart companies, and I consider myself definitely not the smartest guy in any room I'm in, but I'm smarter than the average bear. And so I raise my prices right now, what we're confronting, you talked about being a premium company earlier. Well, we're a premium company and we charge premium prices. Mm -hmm. And so we're ordinarily gonna be more expensive than the little guy anyway, the the, the one truck guy that's working out of his garage or whatever, but here's the real challenge. Some of those guys have not raised their prices. They're afraid to, they don't know they need to, whatever. So the price difference between a legitimate company And the part-timer is way more drastic than it used to be because they haven't been able or willing or aware enough to increase their pricing. So where I might've been three or $4,000 higher before, now I might be five or six because knuckleheads aren't raising their prices. But again, you can't let that influence what you're doing, right? Once you understand your cost of goods and you truly understand what it costs you to install a system, then you got to figure out how much gross profit do you need uh, to pay your bills and how much do you need uh, to attain your profit goals. And that's where, you know, that's what drives the decision, not what the competition is charging.
0: This isn't something where you have to be a $13 million company to understand or to no. know how to price. You can be one person, two people, 10 people. Yeah. It doesn't matter as long as you can honestly sit down. And if you go back and listen to our podcast that we've done in the past, your books are set up correctly. So you know exactly what everything costs and you're honest with yourself, you can now price out a job correctly and start making a little more money. Start having the yeah. proper pricing and not going, man, I'm installing these premium products. I'm installing Train American Standard, Mitsubishi, whatever it is that, you know, in our market here, but I'm just not making the money. How are these other, how are yeah. these other guys doing it? It must be because they're big. Nope. You can price things out properly as long as you're set up for success, no matter what size company you are.
1: Man, I will go even a step farther. You say you don't have to be a 13 million dollar company to do this stuff. I would, I would go further and say, you're never going to become a big company if you don't do it. Exactly. Like you have to start thinking about these things like a business professional, businessman, businesswoman, entrepreneur, not somebody who went out there and created a job for themselves, right? Uh, if you're ever going to grow out of that scenario where you're wearing every hat and doing everything. That takes money to do because you got to hire people. You got to, you know, you got to buy trucks. You got to get a building. You got to invest in training, all these things. Those things can only be paid for out of gross profits. So if you're not, if you're not accumulating enough gross profit to pay for a building and trucks and and training and these different overhead factors, marketing, you're never going to grow, right? And so if you don't have the accounting set up properly, if you don't have your pricing set up properly, you're never going to have the money to do anything but make a paycheck, right? And it's just, it's just a necessity.
0: And so if you could see what we're doing here, folks, we've taken you through just getting started. We've taken you through setting up your books. We've taken you through some of your marketing. Now we want to make sure your pricing is set correctly. That's why we're following right along here with Weldon, and we want to thank him for coming on. This has been super helpful. I think there's probably, in this 15 or so minutes, six or seven tips that people are going to get where they're going to be able to go back and look at their pricing structure and be like, wow, I'm cutting myself off the knees. So Weldon, yep. as always, thank you so much. These talks are so valuable, my friend. And we're looking forward to having you on all the way throughout the year. And uh, we, we've we talked about it a little bit, but Epic 2024 is already on our calendars. Uh, there's going to be more news on that soon. I know that you'll be out there. We're hoping to be out yep. there. And some of our contractors get the chance to see you and meet
1: you out there. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, Deion Sanders is going to be one of the speakers And I'm going to have the chance to interview him uh, as part of his keynote. So I'm really looking forward to that. Really an interesting guy, obviously. But Matt, it's always great to see you, my man. I really appreciate you. You're one of the the nicest guys I know, smartest guys. And uh, always, always fun to join you, man.
0: I appreciate that. And we appreciate you coming on. Uh, One more thing for Contractor University, folks. If you are signing up for the TCS or customer care programs this year, it was just recently announced, Business Accelerator is back. Contractor University is one of your as one of your options, you can select. You've seen the value just in our short discussions here on the podcast, and we talk about it all the time. Go sign up. Well, now you can build it into your TCS customer care program and it can really help your business out. You get to learn from people like Weldon, like Drew Cameron, like Gary Alex. You get all these incredible people and it's part of your program. So make sure you're checking that out as well. And Weldon, thank you so much for the kind words and for joining us. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch our podcast on our website or our mobile app. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Taurus.